Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Now, on Wednesdays, we invite some some of the best Irish comics from here and all over the world on to talk about their worst gigs. Um, and then we like to chat about what they're up to. And this gentleman we were talking to last week, Irish comedian home for the Christmas last year, walked from San Fran to LA and today has started his Rough Set Ireland where he is walking from Galway to Dublin all to raise money for the Simon community. But he is sleeping out. He's not going into hostels or hotels or cars. He is sleeping rough every single evening. He's going to be gigging on the way. He's all uh, trying to raise as much money as possible. So go and support him if you can. Before we get into the, uh, the, the ups and downs of the trip that's lying ahead of him, Mr. Frank Cronin, you're going to come on and talk about some of your, your worst ever gigs of all time? <laughs> well, I... I think I might have just had one of them tonight, Cormac. Excellent. That's what you said. You said, I bet you this is going to be his worst game. Uh, fresh, <laughs> fresh off the grind. Come here. Um, the weather, whereabouts are you right now, by the way? I'm literally walking by Supermax on Air Square. I can see it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I just, I, I'm just leaving the Rosine Dove in Galway after the first gig of seven gigs on my way across the country. And so, is it lashing cool. rain? Feeling pretty good. It's actually not. I can't believe it. So I stepped outside. The ground is wet. Uh, there's a lot of drunk people around. I'm the most sober. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, but it's 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 not raining. Thank God. So if we can get a few miles in before it oh, rains, brilliant. I'm yeah, because some of the some of the uh, pictures that are up online from the west and from Salt Hill and from Galway show cars underwater and a bit of flooding going on. So fingers crossed, you get at least a couple of miles under your belt. But um, <laughs> how, Frank, come here, right? How long have you been doing stand up for? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm being attacked here by the... I'm out in the wilderness here as far as I'm being attacked by drunks. Uh, basically, guys, yeah, this is live radio. Holy sugar. I run. I'm running from him. I'm running. Okay, we're free. We're free. My gosh, that was like a leopard. Uh, Air Square at this time of night, like on a Wednesday. Uh, I mean, yeah. I would have thought colleges were gone now, but either way, it's a bit of a wild Probably beast. Friday, yeah. yeah. Oh, these, these people did not go to college, I'll tell you that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's, um, what was it, basically, sorry, guys, that was pretty intense. So somebody there uh, basically wants to make love to my face and I've never met. Oh, one of those uh, drunken uh, people. Yeah, that, that's yeah. usually me on a night out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. If only I could have closed and sealed the deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, guys, the weather is, earlier today it was brutal. Huge winds, 60 yeah. mile an hour winds. Oh, it, it made for some great scenes out at the Black Rock diving boards. And then um, we did a little bit at the Simon community. And then we had that gig tonight, Joe Rooney, Carol Spain, Owen Coggan from the Hardy Books, and uh, Shane Cunningham. 
And uh, to be honest, I was so exhausted after the swim this morning and all the preparation for this. Uh, and also, uh, anyone who's in comedy knows, your first gig back in another country, you have to switch around a lot of how you perform uh, in terms of like words and wording. So it was pretty complex and it was pretty tough. But you know what? We survived and on to the next one. <laughs> and did people yeah. clap? Did people laugh? Oh, yeah. No, do you know what I did? I sat down and I made a storytelling because I was so exhausted. I thought, I'll just sit down. And then I brought them in close and we, it was like a fireside chat. So it was very, it was a lot of fun. Technically, a very hard gig to perform when you're tired and uh, re- returning to the country. Oh, yeah, but, I, c- um, I can imagine so, yeah. yeah. Um, but in fairness, even if that gig went horrifically badly, it'll be nothing in comparison to the struggle that you're going to put yourself through over the next six or seven days. Yes. Before, before we talk about that, right, Wait. when was your first gig, can you remember? Oh, man. Ooh. Honestly, I think it was six or seven years ago. I can't be sure. And then there was a, like a year between the first one and the second one. But, you know, the first one, I was so excited that it was happening that... I was sure I had to move to America and become a comedian. <laughs> and then it took a year to get to America. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't know you're bombing when you start out. It's just, you, you, you're such a sensitive instrument that you think you're, you know, killing it. But really, it's maybe one laugh every three minutes or something. Yeah. You know? But yeah. as you get older, you, get, you want five or six. You, know, you just want it very dense and you become your own worst critic. And that drives you to get better and better. And your brain calms down. So when you're on stage... You're actually present and you're looking into the eye of the audience and you're connecting with them, hopefully, in a way that uh, is so truthful, uh, you know, that they actually feel something as well as laugh, you know. And I'm getting to that point now. So, but yeah, the but first I- ones were rough, man. Where was your first gig? It was, the first gig was in a bar in Dublin. It was a bringer show. I brought six friends. I downed two shots just for the courage to get on stage. I told non-coherent jokes. Nobody laughed, but uh, they gave me that in the back of the car. told me I was great. And that was enough, you know? And then the second one was in America in a laundromat. Oh. No jokes. In a laundromat, yeah. And how did that go? Drinks and blending coffee. Eh, you know, as well as one can go in a laundromat, I guess. But uh, basically, you know, there was a lady up front, I think, unfortunately. Uh, She was on crack, but she was laughing a lot. And... uh, I thought it was to do with me, but I think it was just, you know, she was enjoying the, the, the high. Um, yeah. <laughs> was she actually on crack cocaine? Uh, you know, in, in in probably in that genre of self abuse, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, ah. but to me, she was laughing at me. Listen, yeah, you, you'll take all the laughs you can get. Me. You'll be like, no worries. Yeah. And Frank, was there ever a gig exactly, that you remember yeah. where nobody laughed? Oh, I mean. I mean, the reality is your first 50 or so, they kind of, it's ups and downs, it's peaks and troughs. Yeah. I can tell you a cool story, though, that was a, kind of an epic bomb, if this is all right. Would you like <laughs> yeah, to hear yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I'd love it. <laughs> right, so I'm, uh, it's a, one of my friends, I can't name the name because it'll be a name drop, but a, a person gave me an opportunity. I was very excited. And uh, it was 5,000 feet. It was like a horse stadium. So the audience is way back, like 100 feet back. And it's five tiers of humans. And uh, I had to do three minutes up top. And this was now in the first year. I should not have been given this opportunity. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, he goes, whatever you do when you go out there, trust the speakers. They're powerful enough. Don't lean in and don't shout. 
as soon as I went out there, I leaned in and I started screaming <laughs> down the mic to try and compensate for the distance between me and the audience. And literally, I just looked to my left, and this guy who put the 5,000 people in the seat is just laughing his head off in the corner. And uh, yeah, we're not friends anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> well, at least he was laughing and not crying. I know. Ah, yeah, no, it's... Uh, God, I think I might be wired, guys. It's been a long old day. and It's getting cold out here. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll keep your mind uh, off it by bringing you back to some of your worst experiences ever. We obviously won't end on a downer at all. I'm starting to think about this now, kind of going, hmm, 11 o'clock at night, quarter past yeah. 11, Frank has to walk a, a hundred and something miles or so. Was this, was this the best segment to bring him up for and go, my wish? But sure, listen, we're here now. We'll, we'll hammer on. So listen, would that have been your, your number one worst gig of all time, Frank? Or when people, you know, you're chatting with other comics in the green room beforehand, they're like, Laz had a howler. And you're like, well, that was nothing compared to X, Y, and Z. What's your kind of go-to tragic story that happened to you at a gig? Oh man, well, I mean, if they just there's so many. If you're doing, <laughs> if you're doing comedy right, and you're doing like 200, if you're really going for it, and you're doing 100, 200 gigs a year, which you can do in America, it's uh, it's possible. I was with this group, and we were flying around. I was part of a video, a viral video group, uh, a guy called Ray William Johnson, and he he started the tour, and we started doing stand up instead of sketches, and we would fly out to these places and we did three gigs in one state and then fly back, you know, at a weekend. And yeah. it felt great. We were on tour, you know. But some places, man, I don't know, you know, like you're killing at one place and you think, oh my God, I have it locked in. But we went to this place, middle America, you know, beautiful people, beautiful place. But just whatever the sadness was in that town was just in that room. <laughs> and we had been having these great shows and then all of a sudden, just one in the middle of in the middle of a sea of good shows, just I remember just sweating and the beads of sweat coming down my face. And I knew that if I wanted to keep my job, I still had to stay up another twenty five minutes. Oh and God! Just, oh, I was doing thirty minutes to warm up, you know. And then he'd come up and do forty five, and that's kind of how it works in the comedy game. You set the audience for the for the big hitter, you know. Yeah. But uh, five minutes in, it was just 25 minutes of just kind of staring and arms folded. Oh, no joke, dude. It felt like I was talking to like 200 corpses, you know? <laughs> just, and I don't know what it was. They'd never heard an Irish accent or something, you know? It's just like unreal. And then but we, you know, sometimes from those, I never failed that hard again. I never, I just tightened up. But come here, right after that particular gig, you're talking to 200, I said, corpses. Um, when you're headlined, the guy who, who was headlining, how did he get on after you? Was it one of those words? Because sometimes people don't want to waste their laughs for the support acts. They'll hold back and they'll be like, mm, yeah. yeah and when I've they, been there. You know, when the headline act comes on, they'll give them everything. Yeah. They'll, they'll say something yeah. that isn't funny. They're like, oh! I remember doing that with Farmer Michael. Oh, yeah. did you? And, and, and Kathleen, yeah. So I was there, the support acts beforehand. I was like, no. They're not, They're not my getting laughs. my laughs. Yeah, how dare you? I've only got 17 laughs for tonight and I'm going to keep them. Yeah, so it is tough. <laughs> but, but Frank, how did the headline act do yeah. with that gig? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. Sometimes they're just there to see the human that they've bonded with through the content for years. Yeah. So you're really, you're really a roadblock in the way to their joy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll just order our drinks. Yeah. We'll get wasted and keep talking to the waiter while you're on stage. So, yeah, that's, that's, that happens a lot when you're opening for big names, you know. Uh, but then there's the other side of that. It really depends on the energy of the headliner. 
I, I personally think, so for example, um, let's, let's just say you're on stage with a headliner whose energy is very giving and there's a lot of love. It's not like a, an, a, an angry kind of ranting comedian. So that naturally cultivates an audience that's super, you know, loving and warm and they, they, they want to support you and it's all about love. But if you're going out in front of like some heavy hitter cynic, you know, uh, they really just, that, like, they're, they're his fan or her fan because uh, they enjoy giving people a hard time. You know, yeah. so that's what you're up against. And until, until even if you're writing tight, even if you're funny, there's a very, very good chance that uh, they, they'll just try and hurt you for fun. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's gladiatorial, you know, so then they just... They give you the thumbs down and you yeah. die on stage, you get decapitated. Yeah, you're dragged off stage. They They're like, yeah, bring in the next one. Blood, what is it with you comedians yeah. going back again, getting back up on stage? Oh, and just enjoying the torment. Yeah. Enjoying the sadness and the, the, the horror of it all. Yeah, well, it's like, my God. Yeah, well, I was thinking about that. You know, it's, I think you learn early on in life, maybe, that from the suffering comes good things. And that if you persevere, you can actually get somewhere. I mean, that's probably what this walk is, you know? Yeah. It's like, life has taught me that if you're, I think they call it anti-fragility now. If you literally wade into the, into the depths of despair, you can come out with something glorious, you know? It's like the archetypal story. Into the, go into the deepest, darkest cave and come out with some gold. And I, I found that early on in life. I hope to pursue that for the rest of my life. Yeah, you either come out in gold or traumatized, Sisha. You'll come out, you know, shaking and cowering in the corner. But that's also good. That's people need need that as well. So I mean, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of the the walk that you're doing right now, okay. And I will encourage you if you're listening right now to at least go and follow Frank and support him online. Say hi, slide into his DMs and just keep him kind of company over the next couple of days and, and say hello in any way, shape that you can. Um, explain again, I suppose, for someone who has never heard of this before, Rough Set Ireland, what exactly is it? Okay, well, I'm... Uh, <laughs> wow, this is great. I'm walking from... I'm walking from Salt Hill in Galway to the 40-foot in Dublin. 12 noon... I left Salt Hill today after a freezing cold dip, and at 12 noon on Christmas Day, uh, me and hopefully hundreds of people will come out in solidarity in the fight against homelessness for the Simon community. I'm going to go for a big swim uh, in, on the west coast of Ireland. So I'll have traversed the country doing seven gigs along the way with top-tier Irish comedic talent. You guys are welcome to come out and perform. I believe you're on one of the shows, actually. Woo! Yep. And all the, mo- all the money goes to the Simon community. And uh, it's really just kind of like, I guess it's like uh, a natural progression from uh, growing up and camping outdoors and going hiking every weekend with my parents, then joining the army, then being in the UN in the jungles of Liberia, and then then just like getting into stand-up comedy. And it's a combination of all the things I love, and I get to do something so I don't feel so useless. Like, you know, life is kind of self-serving in in, uh, showbiz. And uh, I think my mum taught me, you know, (laughs) my parents, taught me that if you want to be happy long term like the door to happiness opens outwards I don't know if you've heard that phrase it's, it's a beautiful thing it really is like they've obfuscated that from us with cell phones and marketing and commercials like but if you can get if you start helping other people it's such it's so satisfying that it, it feels like you're actually kind of cheating the system and helping yourself so I get a lot out of this you know I feel great now, yeah, I, d- I don't the, know if I'd feel great. Content. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. um, I went from here to the shop just two minutes away 
and I, I'm actually dying now of a cold. Yeah, so Sisha couldn't make it uh, very far, unfortunately. But as we said, um, Frank is going to be sleeping uh, rough every single evening. So he'll be sleeping in a sleeping bag and, and a tent. So um, the weather around you right now, where, like, so you're just past Air Square and the weather around you is all right at the moment. Yeah, and actually for anyone who wants to, they can go on to francescronin.com and there's, I'm actually satellite tracking right now. There's a little link. So if you go to francescronin.com, click on the map, I'm, I'm uploading my, my position and you can follow the little blue dot across the country. I've got 40 miles to Ballinasloe where we're doing a show at Gibbons uh, Hiller Bar and Restaurant uh, tomorrow. So I've got to do 20 and then I'll have about a three or four hour sleep and then I'll do another 20 tomorrow. Um, yeah, the weather's great, man. It's kind of like... It rained all day. I don't think I don't think the, the clouds can cry anymore. You know. Yeah. Well, at, so le- that's at least good. that's something. I, I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, come here. How long Sorry, were you I'm walking for? Well, the button's been pressing left, right, centre. Come here. Um, how long were you wa- uh, walking for this evening before you're going to find somewhere to sleep? Uh, well, I'm, to be honest, man, when you're doing this kind of stuff, I learned on the American walk, San Francisco to LA, that you really have to pay attention to your body, and by that I mean like where the niggles. So if my, let's say my ankle or my knee starts acting up in three, four hours, I'll take a little sleep and I'll let it relax, you know, kind of, and then I'll just see. But I've got to do 13 and a half hours of walking uh, between now and 9 p.m. show tomorrow night in Ballon as well. So whatever way I want to divide that up, I can do it. And right now I'm feeling like I could probably go five, six hours on the adrenaline from the gig, you know? Yeah. It's all fun. It's like a, to me, it's like games. It's just like life. Like a game, and you know, and we get to do some fun stuff, you know. It's like, why not? Tell me, it's what are you eating, windy, Frank? Probably forty mile that way. Yeah, it sounds I just windy. Two battered sausages. Oh, very oh, nice. Yeah, so that's high, keeping you going. High cal food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh, yeah, Frank. Well, we're gonna. Told me that the lipids. You have to get the lipids in, otherwise you get cramps. So, oh, yeah. battered sausages are apparently very good. <laughs> Yep. Any excuse for a chipper, we'll, we'll take it. Happy days. Come here, Frank. We, yeah. we have to uh, move on yeah. anyway, but if you're listening right now, go and support him. You can follow his movements on frankcronin.com. Follow, just search for Francis Cronin on any social media platform or search at Glowpunk and you'll be able to find him there. Say hi. Keep him busy over the next while. He's going to be walking for maybe the next four or five hours this evening, sleeping rough and finding his way to Ballinasloe Slow tomorrow night and he'll be on Grafton Street uh, all going well on the 24th you know there's a lot of bad weather coming in so it's going to be tough if you can support anything there's a fundraiser link via all his social media channels as well but um, listen Frank we'll maybe catch up with you on Friday evening as well to see how you're getting on very best of luck tonight and thanks a million for popping on we'll chat to you again soon and you're a blessing don't leave me out here don't leave me out <laughs> I'll give you a buzz on my way home and uh, I'll give you a chat then but listen best of luck with it alright Love you guys. Thank you. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. 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 Fair play to him. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.